Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of endoplasmic reticulum from the biochemistry section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this topic with a discussion about the rough endoplasmic reticulum, or RER. In terms of the structure, it is composed of a lipid membrane with membrane-bound ribosomes. The lipid membrane is continuous with the nuclear membrane. In terms of its function, it is responsible for the synthesis of secretory proteins, for example, peptide hormones. It is also responsible for the addition of N-linked oligosaccharides to peptides. In terms of the cell biology, rough endoplasmic reticulum is found in high concentration in neurons and pancreatic acinar cells. In neurons, the rough endoplasmic reticulum is termed initial bodies. It is stained basophilic. It synthesizes and secretes peptide neurotransmitters in prepackaged vesicles. In pancreatic acinar cells, it synthesizes and secretes digestive enzymes. Let's now discuss the smooth endoplasmic reticulum, or SER. In terms of its structure, it's a lipid membrane without membrane-bound ribosomes. In terms of its function, it's responsible for steroid synthesis. It is also responsible for detox of chemicals. It makes compounds water-soluble. It does this through two mechanisms, via hydroxylation and via conjugation. Hydroxylation is via the cytochrome P450 hydroxylase complex, and conjugation involves binding of polar moiety, for example, glucuronate via glucuronyl transferase to toxin. In terms of lipid metabolism, the SCR releases fatty acids from triglycerides and assembles lipoproteins for release. In terms of carbohydrate metabolism, the SCR is responsible for gluconeogenesis. It allows free glucose to be released into the circulation during fasting by removing phosphate from the glucose 6-phosphate. Gluconeogenesis is mediated by glucose 6-phosphatase. Note that this enzyme is deficient in von Gierke's disease. This disease is called glycogen storage disease type 1, and the clinical presentation involves accumulation of glycogen in the kidney and liver, which causes hepatomegaly, and it also presents with hypoglycemia. In terms of cell biology, the smooth endoplasmic reticulum is found in high concentrations in hepatocytes, kidney, adrenal cortex, corpus luteum, and muscle. In the muscle, it is modified SER, which is called sarcoplasmic reticulum. The sarcoplasmic reticulum stores and releases calcium to mediate muscle contraction. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, a 25-year-old man presents to the emergency department after fainting at his investment banking office. He states that he has experienced intermittent headaches since high school but has never fainted. He reports eating multiple small meals regularly throughout the day. He further notes that multiple family members have frequently complained about headaches. Physical exam reveals a well-nourished, well-built, afebrile man with a blood pressure of 170 over 80 millimeters of mercury, a heart rate of 55, and a respiratory rate of 10. Chemistries reveal sodium level of 147, potassium of 3, chloride of 110, bicarbonate of 30, a BUN of 25, creatinine of 1.1, 
and glucose of 120. A biopsy of the tissue most likely at issue in this patient will reveal the most abnormal cellular amounts of which of the following. 1. Rough endoplasmic reticulum. 2. Lysosome. 3. Peroxisome. 4. Smooth endoplasmic reticulum. Or 5. Beta-adrenergic receptor. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, smooth endoplasmic reticulum. This vignette describes secondary hypertension in a young male with a family history and lab values suggesting primary hyperaldosteronism. A biopsy of his adrenal glands would reveal abnormal amounts of smooth endoplasmic reticulum in cells of the zona glomerulosa. Remember, aldosterone is a steroid hormone produced in the zona glomerulosa of the adrenal cortex. Steroid synthesis requires enzymes of smooth endoplasmic reticulum, or ER, whereas rough endoplasmic reticulum are, quote, studded with ribosomes that give its namesake, smooth endoplasmic reticulum lacks ribosomes because they are not involved in protein synthesis and modification. Smooth ER can be found in all cells for the production of key molecules for the bilayer membrane, but they are found with particular abundance in the liver, adrenal glands, and other endocrine organs. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Vieira and Newts review diagnosis of underlying causes of secondary hypertension. As with most endocrinological diseases, primary aldosteronism is detected and confirmed chemically, not by biopsy. The first and most sensitive test is an aldosterone to renin ratio. If this ratio is above 20, the patient may be referred for more advanced salt suppression tests to confirm the diagnosis. In the second citation, Tsuchiyama et al. characterize histologic findings of aldosterone-producing adenomas. Briefly, they remark on the presence of well-developed smooth endoplasmic reticulum and mitochondria. Steroid synthesis is highly ATP-dependent, corroborating increased abundance of the latter organelle. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, rough endoplasmic reticulum is involved in protein synthesis and modification. Answer choice 2, lysosomes are involved in recycling aged substances within the cell and degrading materials from outside the cell. Answer choice 3, peroxisomes are involved in metabolism of organic molecules to produce hydrogen peroxide for conversion to oxygen and water. They also produce cholesterol and phospholipids. And finally, answer choice 5, beta-adrenergic receptors are involved in cellular signaling for sympathetic autonomic responses. It is not the primary abnormality in primary aldosteronism. Next question. Steroid hormone synthesis, lipid synthesis, and chemical detoxification are activities of which of the following? 1. Rough endoplasmic reticulum. 2. Golgi bodies, 3. Peroxisomes, 4. Smooth endoplasmic reticulum, or 5. Nucleolus. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, smooth endoplasmic reticulum. The smooth endoplasmic reticulum, or ER, is involved in steroid synthesis, chemical detoxification, lipid metabolism, and gluconeogenesis. Remember, high concentrations of smooth ER are found in hepatocytes, kidney, adrenal cortex, and corpus luteum.
in muscle, a modified smooth ER called sarcoplasmic reticulum releases calcium for muscle contraction. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Kirk et al. review ACTH stimulation of cells with prominent smooth ER in the adrenal cortex results in secretion of the cholesterol-derived steroid hormones, mineralocorticoids, glucocorticoids, and androgens. Overstimulation of adrenal cells due to increased ACTH production is one cause of Cushing syndrome. Other causes, symptoms, and treatments for Cushing syndrome are reviewed in this article. In the second citation, Takamura et al. present a case study of a 60-year-old woman with Cushing syndrome due to a functioning adrenal mass. On microscopy, cells in the mass were found to have well-developed smooth ER corresponding to their role in steroidogenesis. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, the main function of the rough ER is the ribosome-mediated synthesis of proteins. Answer choice 2, the Golgi apparatus is a site for the trafficking of proteins and lipids. Answer choice 3. Peroxisomes contain several enzymes necessary for oxidative processes. And finally, answer choice 5. The nucleolus plays a role in the formation of ribosomes. And that's all for this review about endoplasmic reticulum. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.